0: So this past summer, I was living in Philadelphia for an internship and I never lived anywhere outside of Georgia before. So Philly was really cool, had a lot of history, a lot of things to do, and I I enjoyed it. I loved it. So a few days before I was about to leave Philly, I was walking up 33rd Street because I had a lot of food trucks and I was about to get something to eat when I saw this one truck that stood out from the other food trucks. The truck actually didn't have food. It was this big white truck with... It's like red, yellow, and blue retro designs on the back. So I could see from the back of it that there were different four-ways of clothes and accessories. And when you looked inside the truck, there were even more clothes. So I knew I had to explore. I got closer and I saw that the truck read retro rewind vintage and thrift. So this was one of the coolest concepts I'd ever seen. It was new to me, and I ended up leaving with like this floral cutoff shirt. It was really cool. And I knew just from that one experience, I absolutely had to meet the owner, and her name was Tia Whitfield. So after talking to Tia for a few minutes about this traveling vintage shop, I knew I had to have her on the show. She was really warm, welcoming, and she was more than willing to participate, so I interviewed her the next day. Now, you'll have to excuse the sound quality because I had to catch her in the truck during business hours, so you'll likely hear some background noise from either music or the fan, but either way, I hope you'll enjoy this interview with Tia Whitfield and the Retro Rewind. (laughs) My name is CJ and welcome to Black in Fashion, a podcast that highlights key black figures who have impacted the world of fashion as we know it today, as well as those who continue to influence this ever-changing industry. Each episode, we'll profile different people from past to present, as well as conduct interviews and engage in dialogue around race and diversity within the fashion industry. For context, I started the interview by asking her to sort of give me a description of her business her concept, and sort of what got her started.
1: My business is a mobile pop-up vintage and thrift boutique. I'm usually on the college campuses. My market is millennials. We have what we call the Retro Rewind experience, and it comes down to the music, the theme, the ambiance that we have for our customers.
0: What made you sort of want to get into this idea of a pop-up vintage shop? What inspired you to start this?
1: Well, before I went to college, I went to fashion school, and before I went to college, I was working at Marshall's, and I was doing their mannequin, changing their mannequins out, and and my manager saw something in me very early. And of course, I'm not one to sit in a cubicle, Mm -hmm. so I've always wanted to do something that would be my passion. So I I worked in all the stores from Bloomingdale's, Saks, Nordstrom's, they're all the same thing. So it was nothing for me to want to say, guess what Lord, there has to be something better for me out there. I even went to teaching. So my degree is in fashion merchandising and then I got a degree in business administration. My degree in business administration led me to, of course, think, I was like, oh, I'm gonna be a buyer for this you know, but we all know that they only select so many buyers. Yeah. And, and I was never the selection. And God just had something better for me. And I prayed about it. Mm-hmm. I prayed about this. I didn't know what I was going to do. And one day I was talking to my friend and I was working like 60 hours a week. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I working like this? I was merchandising. I was doing everything. I was doing the books. I was every Anything you could think of, I was doing it. And I didn't feel like I was getting paid for what I was doing and the hours and my legs and not seeing my family. Retail is is something else. Mm -hmm. People don't realize it, but if you work in retail, you can pretty much do anything.
0: Explain to us sort of the concept of the pop-up. You know, I'm looking at it right now. We're actually inside of it as we speak. But for our listeners out there, give us an idea of the pop-up thrift vintage truck we're in right now.
1: We found a vintage truck and what we did was we blinged it out. We made it us. Try to look like that whole Studio 54 kind of vibe. Uh-huh. The experience when you walk in is a very welcome experience. That's what we have. A lot of our pop-ups, like especially the one on Saturday, which is like my most fun pop-up.
0: Uh-huh.
1: It's at Car Park. It's like the whole ambiance in the park is already fun. Right. So the people come already wanting to have fun. Mm-hmm. So we do everything from dancing and. Just enjoying the park, and people in the park, and it's just an amazing time. So whenever people come on, they want to come back. The same experience I've given to the retail world, Mm -hmm. Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom, I'm going to name them all, you know. The same experience is that same experience that I want my customers to have. And I make sure that I have a little bit of everything for everybody. Mm -hmm. Somebody will walk away with something, even if they can't fit a lot of the vintage clothes, Uh so that's why I throw in thrift. So let's just say if I go and I see a a really cool Zara top that's in a store and I'm like, oh, this this matches what I have in my truck. So everything is curated to fit the retro, so I have the retro truck. When you look at the truck, it's like, oh my gosh, this, mm-hmm. this truck is amazing. It must be from Soul Train. Right. So people already know that it's vintage before they even come in the truck. If you look at um, the director of Gucci, right now, his theme is everything that is retro.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everything. He's 70s popping. He's like all of his colors right. and everything, uh, prints on prints. And mm-hmm. So I try to incorporate all of those things within the truck even if it's a spot here and a spot there somebody's coming off this truck with something they don't even know it yet but they are going to see something they like
0: so tell me what sort of what inspires you what inspires you to do what you do every day
1: the millennials give me life oh my (laughs) gosh i love them i love y'all so much you know thank you when you go on a college campus you get that energy and it's like new energy. It's the energy that you first had when you, when you went to school. Mm-hmm. It's that energy that you guys give and it's always positive because you guys are, you guys are basically what we're looking at to do better. Mm-hmm. You guys make us want to do better. So when you come in the truck and I have I give all that, all that energy is coming, it's positive, they're with their friends, they're with their girlfriends, they're like, hey, we come to see you this week, what you got? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, yes, let me show you what I got. And the guys are like, you know, I, I just worked today, I, I rushed all the way here before you closed. It's that energy that you get. Right. You know, and there's a difference because mm-hmm. I do, like you see this is 30th Street Station. I have a lot of, you know, we're going home to the husband, we're going home to the kids, we're going home, we kind of like... I'm just gonna stop in the truck see what I see if I do you know and they, really you can feel that energy uh-huh. but the young people they give you the energy like I don't have a care in the world I'm about to go to Paris next week <laughs> with my girlfriend you understand like they right. don't have that so and that's what makes me do what I do because if it wasn't for the college kids and be in the millennials I know mm-hmm. for a fact you know that I wouldn't have this right you know what I mean they are up in fashion mm-hmm. they're up in trend They're giving you what's in trend. You drive down the street. And I also, um, I watch a lot of 70s movies. Yeah. And that gives me my inspiration.
0: Okay. So I guess my last question, what advice would you give to anyone who might've just finished um, college, who wants to work in fashion, trying to find sort of a creative direction, but they don't know exactly where to go. What sort of advice would you give?
1: Don't try to jump into something because it's the next new thing. Understand, everybody wants something fast, but this thing is not microwave. Yeah, this is going back to the oven days. Sometimes you got to cook a little bit (laughs) in order for you to experience and be so grateful for what the outcome is. You know, people don't come on the show all the time. How did you do this? How did you do this? Believe me, if I was this brilliant, like you would, you could brand me, I'm not this brilliant. It's just that God has blessed me because I was able to say, Guess what, Lord, and talk to God. I mean, if you don't have a relationship, that's my relationship with God. I have that relationship, and I go back to it every other minute. Like, what should I do? What should I put in a truck? What do I, My memory, your memory has to be on cue because people are like, look, I need this. Right. Can you come back to this? Like, recently somebody DM'd me, I need some Lee jeans. I didn't even know I have Lee jeans right out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, it's it's, a, it's everything, everything has to do with what your next big thing is, be passionate about it. It's about that passion you have, and stick with it. Don't let anybody tell you that your passion is not believed. Do you know that I'm not? But some a family member, I'm not gonna say who it is, but a family member was like, "Why are you doing that? That's just as hard as working, you know." But it's not. It's not. But what if I would listen to my family member and and said, you know what? She's right. I'm not gonna do that. And I'm going to tell you, not every day is a great day. Mm-hmm. Some days you, your little heart can be broken by right. somebody you're not going to have. And I forgot, there was one of my friends, she has a candy truck. And they call her the candy girl truck. Mm-hmm. And she was basically like, someday somebody's going to say something to you, make your little heart hurt. And you're going to feel like, oh my gosh. like Because this is your passion. Right. This is like something you created. So you take it like somebody's talking about your child.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Or your mother. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, don't be talking about, look, this is sweat. Like, I steam everything. <laughs> I wash everything. Look, my son knows. I steam everything, I wash everything. I merchandise, I price, we stamp. You, none of this stuff comes like
0: that. Remember, we're still inside the truck. So at this point of the interview, one of Tia's repeat clients holds up the cutest pair of high-waisted stone stonewashed jeans just listening to the way that she engages with her customers shows the true passion she has for what she does
1: those are so cute i love them you would kill it you want that Uh, okay Kardashian, can you get that for her i get all walks of life on this truck when i say all walks of life Every, gender, everybody, and to make everybody feel welcome, it, it just, it's a joy in your heart.
0: Black in Fashion is written and produced by me, edited by Joelle North. The theme music is from PBT and Production Music Library, and background music for our Profile episodes comes from Lakey Inspired. The title is Better Days. Please like, subscribe, review, and rate Black and Fashion 5 stars on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Spotify, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Lastly, follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at BLKNFSHN. Again, that's at BLKNFSHN. Just like the logo. Thanks for listening.